Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to Lauren's podcast. Uh, we're starting tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's Saturday, no, September 2nd, 2017. Uh, just a few uh, announcements before the call. Uh, the speaker tonight will be my younger sister, Lillian, and that is the reason I've muted the room. Um, the chat is still open. You can chat as long as everything stays cool. I never interact with the chat as with callers when I'm in the process of an interview. Uh, Upon uh, commencing the interview, then I will announce Q&A, questions and answers at that time, and we can engage. Uh, Tonight will be rather a short call because my sister's not feeling as well. uh, Her health is challenged. Um, Also, at the end of the call, we'll have time for uh, general calls at that time that can be addressed. And uh, finally, all questions and comments of my speakers as well as audience callers may not reflect my own, but I do feel we can always leave the table growing and learning something. So without further ado, welcome, and I'm going to ready to start the show. Hey, you're at the right place. That's it. Yes. Lauren's podcast. Saturday, September 2nd, 2017. Got a special guest tonight. Keep it in the family. Yeah. Urban flavor. Keeping it real. My younger sister living inside herself. Voice, skull, technology, Rico violations, rape. Come on. Let's get with this now. Lillian, welcome to the show. Lauren, hey, I'm glad to be here on your show with you. It's been a few months since that you um, that I interviewed you. Actually, about three and a half months. Not only am I five years older than you, this this thing, this program that took us captured May 2013 while we lived in Los Angeles. I thought our lives were fine, didn't you? Um, there were a few kinks in the, in, in the gravy, I guess I'd say, a few chunks in the gravy. But uh, overall, I thought we were just living independent lives, you know, just regular folk. And that is not hardly the trouble, uh, not, not hardly the truth of what we were actually living. We were living something far more complicated. I felt stings and pains, but uh, this program has you up to the level of remote neural monitoring in which they hear what you hear, see what you see, taste what you taste. Sense what you sense, and also voice to skull, synthetic telepathy. They talk to you constantly, don't they? Constantly. If they're not talking right now, I don't know what that means. They must be listening to the show or trying to make some sort of money off of it all. I find that what we're about is exploitation. That's why they're here. That's why they'll stay. That's why they 
won't go until they're made to go away. Uh, that's, that's about the gist of it. Sis, do you remember in May when we lived in Los Angeles, 2013, do you remember what they said the first time on foreign voice entered your head? Was, did you ever forget? What did, they, did you recognize the voice? Not really. I'm thinking, uh, as I think back about it, uh, it was such a hard-hitting speech about being you are a nigger and you are going to work for our people. You are going to you're a nigger to the Mexicans. Uh, you will never make a dime. You will stay here and be our slave. Um, it went on for about, I'd say, two or, th- two or three minutes. And all I remember my response is that you are not of God. You are not uh, of anything good. And this will not work out for you. Somehow this is going to pro- catapult me into where I need to be. I don't know how long it's going to take, and I don't know how much I'm going to have to suffer. But I will be triumphant in this. And I made that clear to them. But maybe you said that they talk all the time in your head what do they call you do they call you by your name lillian miss whitfield what do they how do they identify them themselves how do they title you to be honest with you they're so fresh what they say so perverse um so ugly spirited i actually hate when they call me lillian they actually call my name lillian quite a bit not too many of them (laughs) call me lil which is good because that's more familiar, but sometimes I'm just Miss Whitfield, and I like that the best. Uh, uh, before they get to any personal nouns, it's always nigger, so that, that, that's always written in. But, uh, nigger as in the noun, the adjective, the adverb? The adjective, the noun, the verb, any kind of part of speech that you think you could put nigger there, it's been put there and it's been used at me and toward me. So on top of your torturing, it's highly racialized. It is very racial. Sometimes they even say, this is what you deserve because you are a nigger. Well, what more would a nigger expect? Well, you're just a nigger, so what does it matter? It it comes up quite a bit. And when that, our upbringing, I'm your older sister. Our, Our mother was born in the 20s. In our house, we weren't allowed to use that word. Do you remember that? I remember that we weren't really allowed to even say that we hated each other. We felt that was too strong of an emotion for us to to, to know about, and I'm glad in a way. Um, but no, we didn't use that word, that term nigger. It's very offensive, and they use it like it's going out of style. Is it frightening when you hear it uh, up close like that, terrorizing? I'm just trying to close my mind and, and get with this. Nigger, 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 It basically puts me in, well, I guess in a way it helps to set the pacing that I want to stay away from them. I try to stay lately, of late, I've tried to stay as quiet as I can. I just have nothing to say. Do they press your buttons a lot that you, what has changed in the last few weeks since it's been over four years of voice to skull? Since I spoke, I've been um, having a temporary uh, shunt issue. Um, I run on dialysis, as most of you know, and they were literally and continue to literally attack the, the area that is on my body that is used for dialysis, claiming they didn't want me to go, they want me to die, they don't want my blood to be cleansed, and they've attacked it. I've had eight temporary shunts. Anyone that's in the medical field or knows anything about 
dialysis and all of that makes no sense that eight temporary shunts have just been dislocated or disconnected on your body. They've come in this house, I guess raped us just the same, uh, defiled our food just the same, and also messed with my site for dialysis, which just makes no sense to me whatsoever. But they've been doing this within the last three or four months. I've been going through hell back and forth getting temporary shunt after temporary shunt. And you know, Kay, Lauren's out of you've been there with me, Lauren. It's been, I think we're on number eight now. And this one has the last, has the last until uh, we get the permanent one, which should be soon. That would be a catheter. That would be a catheter, yes. In your groin area. They literally have attacked the dialysis shunt that I used to go on dialysis. Now, um, let's get this something straight to with these temporary, these catheters. Even put in areas of your body, groin area, was this very unusual for a female. Did the medical profession, you feel, apply these catheters in a barbaric fashion? A couple of them I was not given to me, the right type of sedation, and I felt like I was being tackled and really it hurt. It really was not, um, I wasn't sensitized enough, and uh, they didn't seem to care. Because I feel like as long as we're in a medical procedure and if we have the technology to give me something that will relieve me of pain, um, we should use it. But no one conferred with me. And a couple of the times when I had these temporary shunts put in, I was wide awake and it did hurt, trust me. It really should have been something else to use. I uh, went in a different direction. I am in a different direction. When I always say we're having a stance, urban, dance and flavor. I have always said targeted individuals in the larger metropolitan areas have a great number of hate groups. Your specific hate group as you're targeted will spin out, touch via slander, bribes, and promises. And professionals will whom have those same doctrines and beliefs. We have to understand something. I don't care if it wears a badge, like a cop or a tag, like a doctor or a nurse. At the end of the day, people are people. And they come in this world with all kind of beliefs, discriminations, racism, and prejudice. And I've been very frustrated for a while that things have not been addressed. The trafficking of governmental Benefit, kitty porn, sex slave trafficking makes a lot of money, but yet we don't want to talk about the main money maker. In the larger cities, that's what's in your face. This, when you and I were at these so called hospitals, doctor offices, did you sense their hate? Um, sometimes it is very overt. You just look at the people. They can't look in your eyes right. You know they're part of whatever's coming against you. You actually know it. You don't know what to do. I don't usually know what to do about it. Um, when I'm going to just go right to their face and say, I know you're part of you. You sound crazy. And that's what they want. They want you to overreact or act irrational. Therefore, they can throw you in the crazy bin. They're really into throwing you into the crazy bin. But there are times when it's very, very covert. I can't tell if they've been talked to or not. Sometimes I can't tell. No, it isn't. When it is overt, it's pretty overt. They either look at you, uh, give you dirty looks, or won't look at you at all, which is kind of like what's going on. It stands out that they're not looking at you, not giving you eye contact. 
and rather sometimes in the medical exchange, highly disrespectful as well. Yes, it can be. Even professionals and doctors. Yes, they can be. A lot of times they're fine, they leave the room, and when they come back, it's as if when I talk to them, somebody goes, oh, God. <laughs> That's what we're really going through. You uh, mentioned this hate cult, satanic Mexican cult against us. I don't sugarcoat anything. You can take the girl out of the city. You can't take the city out of the girl. If you come against me and in groups, I'm going to describe your physicality. And it doesn't mean I have just racism, but um, I I am like a three- or four-year-old. Mom, there's a polka dot elephant bucking in, in the living room. I'm going to say it. That is my nature. I'm very, very blunt. Now, they talk about betting. Is this the, they're under a lot of RICO violation crimes, and that's how they get other professionals to chime in? This cult is about money-making? From what I get out of it, this is straight racketeering on every level. I don't understand why it hasn't been busted up yet. They seem to be illegal in every form of the word. They're in every uh, dish you can think of. Uh, they're playing uh, at ruining America in every way, in every fashion you can imagine. They've got their hands in bringing this country down, and that's what they're about. From what I get out of it, they've already announced it to our government, but our government hasn't responded back. I don't understand that. Well, uh, I'm going to tell all of you, uh, catch my end times topic if we're going to talk about the (laughs) fate of America. It was written thousands of years ago, but I'll be darned if it ain't playing out right now. Information will be pouring like water. I believe that's our internet. The truth will be revealed to man, but they will turn to believe the lie. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? Men and women used to take themselves serious. What happened to us? We've got cells living in among us that hate America and Americans. And not saying it, not addressing it, certainly is not going to make it disappear. What is it? They want America and Americans to be American. And I see that coming around us, too. We're probably turning into just chaos, the things that we used to do so easily because we made an effort to be the country that stood and did this or stood and did that. Now we're just laying down, and it's just really awful. It's chaos coming in upon us. I believe you're right. Do they... Uh... What bothers you the most with this torment of the voice of the skull? Or, or shall we say, give us a few points, because I'm sure a lot of things bother you. I think most of the quiet that I've been experiencing, even within myself, I just don't say very much to the abusers anymore. And to be honest, it doesn't seem like they're talking as much as they used to either. They're there, though. They were told to leave me by June 1st. Don't know what that means. They said it came down um, hitting hard. Leave these people alone, do not talk to them, do not be around them, do not come in their home, do not do anything to them. By June 1st of this year, we now see we're looking at September 2nd, and they're still around. They really are. Um, they, they seem to be, they'd be able to do, uh, they've been doing some measures locally. I think the local people have caught on that this is not a good thing, um, and they're doing things and making steps that so they, they don't come in. I'm going to say don't come in as much. Some of them, one or two of them are always coming in, though, and always putting a detriment and always putting an evil in our home and over our lives. A couple of them that, that they just have not stopped. 
And I don't know why that didn't, would not require a bullet because that's deviant behavior. Um, these hate groups and stuff, these individuals, they don't show their face. Uh, they think they're so, uh, this crime is so brilliant. They are misogynist, hate of woman. They are racist, hate of African-American blacks. I use both interchangeably. Um, yet, rape is the dominance and control. But this particular breed of rapist is different. He stays covert, weak, lily-livered, hidden. Are they impotent, Lily? Well, what I get out of the people that have come after my life are in a cult, which is a sexualized cult. Uh, a lot of them were made to give up their penises. They do have wooden um, wooden penises now. Uh, so right there, we know there's a problem. They've made them install um, other equipment other than their actual penis they were born with. So these men are having a lot of problems. You can just, I mean, I'm a, just a woman, but I can imagine if you're separated from that, um, you would have some psychological problems over it, and none of these things have been addressed. None of them. Well, their acts of defilement would include rape, but also other heinous acts. Is that correct? Excrement in genitalia areas and in the mouth orifices. Seminal fluids can be transferred to your body, stomach, or mouth. Is that true? That is correct. Uh, all they do is filth. Uh, you wake up each morning, they just tell you the filth they've involved you in that you don't know about, that you don't remember. They can't really say anything about it. You don't know what they're saying. Sometimes there, uh, there is proof for the last two or three weeks I've noticed, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it, I'm waking up with uh, signs of defecation in my vagina. I'm a cleaner woman. There's no way I would ever have defecation in my vagina. I learned when I was a very young girl learning how to rub myself, how to cleanse myself, that if you've got that in there, it stings. So it's not something that any of us really want to do. I wake up with that there. So they're becoming very sloppy here toward the end of this, very sloppy and very evil. Acts of various forms of sodomy and public rapes, as I had a talk many weeks ago that you all might have caught on our rape culture, and it's global. It's global. I'm afraid America has picked up some practices that are unfavorable, but we, boy, did we drop a lot of them that were. So, got a lot of enemies among us. This program is an enemy. Uh, all I can say is we must gather up all the faith and truth. Uh, those are pick up activism to be an active activist. Lillian, do you feel that? They are torturing you more because of my participation with activism. Um, they don't like your activism. I'm sure they're trying to infiltrate it if they haven't already. Um, but uh, generally speaking, they don't like anybody getting along with anyone or anything coming together. Uh, anyone, like you say, loyalty toward each other, anything like that. That is uh, something for them to get very, very upset about. Um, I don't know. These people are very rational to me. I don't, I, I'm afraid. And yet um, that fear is not um, producing the right type of response. I have a feeling, I might be wrong, 
that there's too many people that already know about our situation, the Whitfields and the cult, the Whitfields and human uh, experimentation, the Whitfields and human trafficking, the Whitfields and exploitation, because I believe they've taken the whole family under and they've done these things to us. Um, I feel like too many people know that don't do anything about it. And that has had me kind of quiet too for some reason. I don't know, maybe I'm ready for, uh, I'm getting myself ready for a very big jump. Um, that sounds like my personality. So, we'll see. Sorry about that. I hit the wrong thing. Hey, um, do you feel that they also got in the way of me wanting to be your living kidney donor? I know for a fact they got in the way of that. They, at that time, did not want me in Chicago. Said so. By the way, they say they're my man and I'm their woman, which just makes no sense at all. It's the ugliest, stupidest thing I ever hear in my life. They have me a man. Don't you care about your man? Bring your man your food. Like you finish eating, bring me, bring, bring some on your plate. It's just the most roguish, terrible conversation. What are they? No are they arrogant enough to say their names, or do they call themselves an AI? And that's supposed to be artificial intelligence. Well, I have to say they are masters of voice manipulation. They have uh, studio equipment that somebody ripped off, of course. So they can really modulate just about anybody's voice. I mean, they really can, and that's dangerous, very dangerous. I mean, too many people have come over to this uh, abusing channel they have. They say I'm on smut or scum or something like that, and they'll say, weren't you calling me? No, I wasn't calling you. But someone could modulate my voice enough for them to believe that it is me. So that's very dangerous. They can really sound like just about anyone. They've uh, stolen or gotten off with some sort of studio equipment, and this is very dangerous. So they're calling in to places and trying to be other people, and they're getting away with murder, basically. Do you think you know their real identities? Yes, I think some of them are so arrogant, they would not leave us a chance. They wouldn't make me, they wouldn't allow me to think that there's someone else. They would want me to think that they are who they are. So. Who's your main perpetrators and where do they live? Main perpetrators, believe it or not, is a family of a friend I had since 14 years old. It's a family Della O. And that really is not cool. Um, my friend, that she was 13, I was 14, we meet friends in junior high, stayed friends up until about seven years ago or so. And I guess within these last seven years, um, they came forward and um, I had no idea this was going on like this. Turns out her husband claims he's been a racist of mine for 30 years. He's been with this cult for 30 years and been raping and sodomizing us for 30 years. This is what I'm now finding out. So Della O. D, capital D, E space, capital L, A space, capital O space of Whittier, California. Um, my friend, they say, is deceased. I don't know, but her husband, that I knew was her husband, her um, name was Linda, Linda Castillo, and then Linda Della O when she was married. Her husband's name is Michael David Della O Sr. Her, their son is 26. He's one of the worst abusers of my life, Michael David Della O Jr. And then she has a son that's just turning 18 this year, and that's Nicholas Anthony Bello, and he's one of the most abusers of our lives, too. Just terribly abusive people. Evil. Evil. Just evil. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Sometimes I try not to think about that this is my friend's kid. I remember when she told me she was pregnant with him. This is my, this, so this is what happened to my friend. This is who she married? That kind of thing you think about it like that. These are her kids. This is what happened to her. This is, this is, this is what went on all directed toward me. They've been able even to produce information. Like I said, they do voice modulation 
that she wasn't much of a friend, she was already against me as well. And the whole time, she never really was a friend since age 13, she and 14, me really wasn't my friend even then. Yeah, it's been a very grand learning experience. If you had to, um, sis, I know you don't feel with your health plaguing a lot of the shunt, you won't breathing problems. You have to really sleep now with the machine, hopefully, to get some oxygen. They've given you severe sleep deprivation. You wake up, your sleep study said over 100 times in one hour. Yes, they say I'm waking up 110 times within an hour, and that is extreme sleep uh, apnea, extreme, extreme. So I have to carry now um, a mask at night. I'm trying. This is only about the third or fourth night. So far, so good. I do feel a little more rested, I must say, but it covers the nose and the mouth, and it's trying to uh, reteach or retrain or maybe not even any of that. Maybe it's just giving my body a response that the air will be there if you just breathe. Because if I'm cutting off 110 times in one hour, let's face it, that is not a good thing. So this is about the fourth night. Um, three or four, first three nights now I can say I do feel more rested. I don't know if I'm getting better sleep or not because of the type of technologies they have on our heads. Uh, they can even bother you when you're sleeping. That's how evil these people are. So I don't know the quality of sleep. But I do feel a little more rested. So that is a good thing. Yes, it is, Lillian. That that really is true. Um, is there anything that compelled you tonight to to want to do a show, sweetheart? Is there anything you really feel anything additional you'd like to get off your, you know, mind? Just that um, to tell you that I applaud what you're doing and. I admire all the people that listen to what you are uh, showing and sharing, and I know that it's giving and building strength across the board. Uh, Tell people to just hold on and hold out, do the best you can, and um, fight a very good fight. Um, mine goes on and on, even after it should have been gone, I believe. Something tells me these people are not supposed to be here anymore. So look for a big show out, a big showdown. I have a feeling we're, we're, we've yet to um, assume the greatness that we are meant to assume in this world. Um, I hope this isn't it. I hope this is not the greatest thing that I've ever done was help to bring down spot or scum or something that is sure will be a beginning. Um, send your blessings and your prayers toward us, and uh, I want you to stay encouraged, and I'm going to try to do the same. Thank you. Thank you, Lillian. Um... Do you still feel things go bump in the night? Are you scared to sleep? Do you sleep with the light on? I sleep with the light on sometimes. Um, they have some sort of technology that can really make you uh, a fairy within yourself. I mean, it really can make you your skin crawl, so to speak. Uh, so I don't pay attention to that as much, which is good. But uh, um, I just I just know it's time for this to end. There's too many points that have been made. Uh, against the people that have come after our lives and our inheritances, et cetera, and they need to be caught and stopped, and we need to call this a new day. That's all I know. So look forward to a big show out or showdowns very, very soon. I hope that this is over. 
I do too, baby, Chris. I really do too, because uh, we're about tired of these uh, animals uh, running free among society, and good people are being uh, literally uh, taken hostage. You know, uh, we're getting really tired of that and treated so badly. Um, at this time, uh, what we're going to do, again, this is breathing has sort of increases and she gets a little tired. So um, it's going to be a shorter call for interview due to health reasons. Those of you that have questions for Lillian, uh, go ahead if you called in on the phone and star eight so she can answer any and all your questions. And then um, we'll just go ahead and open up the call to a general call and as well as uh, discuss other matters in our community right now. So, chance here. Okay, the first person uh, I see is uh, California for Lily, and let's go ahead and answer that. Hi, California, go ahead. Oh, hi, Lauren. Um, it's Amy, how are you? Hi. Oh, hi, Amy. How are you? We're okay. Yourself? Um, oh, I'm exhausted. I I just feel so worn out with all this stress that I've been through myself. And I just ran into when I was walking my dog, um, a, a former Marine and his girlfriend and their dog. And he asked me if, if she could stay in my room just for the night. And I said, I really can't because I'm I don't want to get into my situation of, you know, having to be out of here or at least having to move my dog out of here, even though she's not been an issue, but they're making it one, trying to separate us from our loved ones, our dogs, because they can pick up on things. Um, anyway, he said when he was from 94 to 99, uh, when he was serving on a ship, they uh one of the guys had a was running a video about the new world order and i said what they show you guys what's really going on what's really coming like that show the last ship and he said yeah they they knew that they weren't supposed to so they had to cut it off really quick before any higher ups came in and found out about it but they were actually showing what is you know, been in the works, you know, what we are now experiencing. And that was quite shocking, but um, at the same time, it's not surprising either. And I was just watching a little bit of the news because I don't watch too much of it. And they were talking about the this um, the flooding going on with uh, Hurricane Harvey, that they're taking... That gives them excuse to get funding. There's chums down there now with all the army troops and the Coast Guard with all the rescues they've done. And it's a photo op for him, I know. But anyway, um, they said this gives them a reason to funnel some of those funds that should be used towards a hurricane and funnel it back to New York for what was Hurricane Sandy because they didn't get all the money or they wanted more money uh, and for other things unrelated to the hurricane. So they're committing fraud 
with the funding that's coming down for the hurricane victims. Yes, it's a total, uh, you guys, uh, uh, rip off. Like I said, RICO violations. The name of the game in all of this, I know, is money. All roads lead to money. They want us as targeted individuals all scared and obsessed with boo-boo across the street with this weapon. No, no, no. The name of the game is money and all roads. Then, like you said, if they're helping with the unfortunate things that happen in Texas, that gives them access to piggy bank of the taxpayers for those disaster matters. Oh, yes, everybody's going to get paid very well. Just like they learned from Katrina, they they actually caused that. If you can, you can look it up under declassified stuff, that it was an experiment that's actually caused, they used a harp weapon to cause that to happen. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. And, and the same with the tsunami um, that happened in Indonesia, and the same thing that happened uh, the two Haiti earthquakes. Um, you can look it up and research it, and you'll find out from former FEMA members and mm-hmm. other members, Red Cross members, uh, and so on and so forth, that it was a beta test and declassified documents I found. That's probably true. Thank you so much for your input, Amy. I appreciate it. Um, I want to uh, get to the next person. Now we're switching to the chat room, you guys. Uh, Mark Anthony, that I think a lot of you heard, uh, we did a wonderful interview. Uh, This young man is very knowledgeable about nanotech weapons. Anyway, he wrote in the chat that he says, "Um, I think scientists need to know what is happening with nanotech. I believe if nanoscientists were aware of what was going on, it would be a concern. Nanoscientists know all of what is possible with nanotech. I believe they would act faster than the government. Most TIs are activists, and most TIs are intelligent. Nanoscientists should be aware that people are under a nanotech attack. I believe we are. Um, Also, he wrote, they use morphing to imitate my brother's voice. I know it's not my brother, so it has to be voice morphing. Uh, Once they know the voice, they can copy it. And I'm sure that's easy to copy, guys, because uh, when we, you know, stay in touch with family and friends just using our cell phones, all it takes is a few seconds. And you know what? They've got that voice. They really do. They've got that voice just like that. So, uh, any questions for Lillian at this time? Um, my sister uh, needs to rest now for get on that breathing machine soon. But she does want to answer any and all questions to keep you guys current, not only if condition what we're going through, but how they attack and weaponized her, uh, how we're being totally blocked from being her living uh, kidney donor with falsified crazy uh, terms that I'm fighting. And... Uh, just how they make our lives a hell. Uh, we're going to take a break. Think about it a few minutes while we still have Lillian here. Any questions, let me be real specific, that you want to ask Lillian. Let me be real clear. Take a break. And you know what? Take Wait a minute. Let's all take a break for a minute. Okay? <laughs> because uh, we, we're always hitting some issues. Now listen to this tomorrow. Come on. <laughs> Hi, I'll be on Sunday tomorrow, September 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to talk about the end time. Are we in a spiritual battle? 
Has this been prophesied over 5,000 years ago? Join me on talk show and get the truth. Call number 144-771. I never, ever edit my call. I want it all laid out. No, I'm not an actress. I've heard the emails before. Does this look like I'm talking to you from a script? Please. You better call. Call me. Call me. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. End time. Get the truth. That's right. You know what, guys? I have gotten some crazy, do you understand, some crazy emails lately. Am I an actress? Do you think the money they make, I'd be living like this if I was an actress? Oh, please, come by and see me. The armpit of Indiana, I'm just living like a queen. Okay, we've got uh, New York has a question. Go ahead, New York. Uh, This is Faye in New York. Hi, Faye. Good evening. Hi. Um, I really appreciate Lillian's uh, testimonial because I also am under the uh, uh, Mexicans have been uh, this particular family, and it's very interesting to hear that it this has been um, there's been a family that has uh, that she had befriended, um, and unknowingly she didn't know they were perps. So all this time, um, uh, there is a family there is a family that has been um, uh, targeting me and trafficking for um, like ten years also, and uh, it is generational. And so I, I really appreciate that she brought brought this up. I just uh, was wondering if she uh, would consider the possibility because uh, before um, they made it very clear that were Mexicans, this Mexican family was involved and then another family has since moved in too um, and they are also doing the trafficking. But um, uh, there was uh, in the adjoining apartment there, it was very silent for a few years then when I wanted to uh, uh, explore who was in that adjoining building, because I noticed a lot of people were going back and forth when I would go in or out. Mm-hmm. Um, so then um, I found out that they were Eastern European um, mm-hmm. from a certain, uh, Slo- it was the Slovak Republic in particular, and they were involved with the UN mission. And uh, when I looked up the father, he was, involved with NATO. I just bring that up because then I looked up um, for that certain Eastern European Republic. A friend of mine who had gone to a human rights conference, uh, she brought back the book, and in that book, it said that certain um, two minority groups, African and Asian, uh, would often complain in that particular country of uh, a lot of things happening to them, but the police, no one would help them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if um, certain, not just Eastern European, if other groups are working with these people, uh, but it uh, continues this whole time of 10 years to be uh, this certain Mexican group that is um, who I see on the ground. It's not really the Eastern Europeans uh, and other people are doing things with laptops 
but it's mostly the Mexicans who continue doing this. And I um, thank you for describing uh, the voice harassment that you get. I think that in itself is a terrible hate crime, mm-hmm. along with the medical, all the medical things. They tend to call any place I go, either before I go in or after I go in, and they'll ask them, was that a man or a woman? Um, can't you tell? Uh, they're picking on you how you look or how you um, dress or anything like that. And a lot of times people go, you know, I'm a middle-aged woman now. I'm 50 years old, and um, you can very much tell I'm a woman. I wear my hair shorter. My hair is completely white now. I do that in defiance, I think. I know I could dye my hair. I, I'm a younger-looking face, but I prefer to wear it white at this time or gray. And um, whatever they're trying to get out of it, they're not getting it, and it makes them very angry. Um, they want uh, everyone to not know what I am for some reason. They've even gone as far as to go to the county where I was born, which is where we live now, and tell them to say I wasn't born or to say I was born a boy instead of a girl. It's been that bad, the hate. They call in right after you get there or right after you leave and try to, as my sister would say, throw salt in your path. Yes. Well, I think it's... Um... I think that we should consider uh, uh, talking with the lawyers and uh, talk that this is a hate crime and you know, bring that up too. Also, it's, because that um, it definitely is in, on, regarding um, your have, situation. Yes, they have models of us. It, it kind of reminds me of something like Gilligan's Island, how they were always talking about the, the head shrinkers on the other side of the island. They would have little dolls of them and they could hurt them. It's something like that going on where they have actual models of us. They hurt us there. You feel it right inside of you, which means they've at some point gained access to your home, access to your body to put some sort of remote control or some sort of answer inside your body. When they type into that computer, there has to be something in your body that answers. And they can hurt you and do anything as long as they have it, put that transmitter inside of you. And some of these transmitters are as little as your fingernail. I mean, as little as, think about a one little... Um, what do you call it? A grain of rice. Some of them are as little as one little grain of rice, so that could easily go in your body and you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know yeah. if somebody put it in there or fed it to you or, or transferred it during shaking their hand or anything like that. So I think we're about to start shaking hands with gloves. I can tell you that for the first thing, that it's not going to be considered rude or anything else just to keep your gloves on. But, oh, um, yes. Uh, they, many um, times, yeah. They as long to... as they have that transmitter in you, they can do anything to your body remotely. That, that they want to. It's a tech, it reminds you of like a voodoo doll. Like, that's what it reminds me of. It kind of likens me to like Gilligan's Island when the people with uh, the headhunters would have those little dolls and whatever they did to that, yeah, of course, it did to the actual people. That's what they're doing to us. Except they have a full-grown, I think, a life-size model of us in some way. And this is how they're able to give such pain and burns and, and sexual attacks and, and you name it. Uh, they, yeah. one of the, I think what got me on that is the racial attacks. Uh, I just went and got a nice haircut two or three weeks ago. I need to get another one now. And when I first got it, I noticed my hair was musty. And for an African-American woman, what I mean is somebody had put water on my hair all day long. And when I woke up the next morning, it had a terrible smell. Sour. It soured. You, it moldy, put like that. That's a racial crime. That would only work on people that have hair that curls. Or crimps. A lot of us have that type uh-huh. of hair. You can't go out in the rain. I mean, it's just gonna you're gonna have an afro, and and not all of us are black either. We're just gonna have an afro if you have that type of hair. So they would put water on that mold all day long, so that it would transfer to me here, and my yeah. hair then smells mildewed or muddied. 
that is a racial crime. You can only go to an African-American yeah. or someone with hair texture that curls from water. You see, that repels from water. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. That, that is a part of their hate crime, too. And, and like I said, uh, uh, Faye, I don't know if you caught my podcast or anyone listening right now, uh, with a lot of these hate rape uh, cults, groups, some of the women are used for salacious mayhem. And that means they will flag a vagabond down, tell him to come into a woman's house that you have locked, but doors will not stay closed. Come and defile and rape you and videotape it for the tour. That's how they make their filthy money. I heard they were dealing with tour, but they made too many lies, and the tour kicked them off of their channels. I don't know what's going on now. These people are bold beyond understanding. They even had a, a screen, they say, on the show that they did on us, which I've never seen. I don't know if I could even handle seeing it. Um, which, it was a screen that said that the United States government approved of it. That's not so. When the government found out, it, the government found out they, they had to remove their screen, but I don't know why they couldn't remove them from us. So let's hope that that is still going to happen. It, in other words, they lied and said the government approved of what they did, mm-hmm. and that's just not so. I hope we can find some of this proof because I, I feel it. Yes, I feel we are being pornographed, and uh, there's a lot of evidence somewhere out there. Mm-hmm. that uh, maybe we can find a group. Uh, Lauren has mentioned Anonymous mm-hmm. um, or some other uh, some other groups that can help us locate any of this evidence that they are uh, pornographing us and videotaping. Yeah, human trafficking um, malicious mayhem. Yes. Um, uh, also, they... Um, uh, in the last four years, they have uh, they do a lot of things with um, when they try to move your bowels. For some reason, um, mm-hmm. they they will not let everything come out. It's like they want there to be some. Uh, they are they have this thing about excrement. It really is true. It's true. Yeah. Put it on the uh, one, they don't want you to I go. Want, want you to go all out. Want to make sure you're packed so that when they attack you that night. They're, yeah. they're considering what they'll encounter, and that's really disgusting, but it is true. This is how selfish they really are and sick. Yes. They'll keep you locked up full of excrement so that when they come to attack you in the night, there'll be plenty of you-know-what there for their penetration. Just disgusting. Right. And they constantly yes. say, everyone, this is New World Order Sex, if you could believe that. New World Order Sex. That is what they're now calling it? Yeah. Oh, wow. My God. Okay, I'm telling you, under all of this, New World Order, anything you have, all of this stuff you want to call it metaphysical, all of, I've heard all that stuff, PC. It's the it's like we're all Dorothy with Toto going up to the Oz. Go ahead and pull that curtain back, and it's nothing but Satan. Nothing but Lucifer. Always. Always. Do you have any more questions uh, or comments right now, Faye? Yes, I just had one quick one more. Uh, when uh, Lillian mentioned that she had had uh, uh, a cup at least twice, two different times, uh, severe pain when she had a hospital, uh, uh, something done, uh, some procedure done, and the yeah. pain could have been, uh, they didn't care about the pain and she just suffered a lot of pain. Then mm-hmm. that totally brought back what a friend of mine told me. Uh, she, um, she had uh, cancer at the time, uh, cervical cancer. 
and she had a procedure done in two different hospitals. Um, one's a doctor was there, but the other one nurses, and they did something without giving her any um, any anesthetic at all, and she said she was screaming, mm. screaming so loud she knew other floors heard her. It was like torture. And yes, so that yes. really, yes, that really what you brought up reminded and I think they must do they must do this on purpose. Mhm. I think it was on purpose. I even further think one of my doctors ordered it, but he's a doctor. I'm trying to get rid of it at present, so hopefully he won't be a doctor much longer. I think he ordered it that way, which kind of is kind of concerning. Didn't discuss it with me because I would always be like, "Let's go to the path where there's anesthesia," because uh, if I don't need to feel pain, I don't want to. But um, I stand I'm in there, and they're just like, "This is what he ordered. This is what's going to happen." There should be plenty enough uh, to sedate you. And I'm like, no, it isn't. I'm not numbed enough. No, I'm not. I feel this. No, it's not. I'm screaming. And then they get mad at you're yelling. And so um, I, I felt it was very personal, to be honest with you. Yes. Well, thank you for all your descriptions. Thank you for asking and, and being uh, more interested in what we're saying. And, and thanks for sharing yourself. Because it does paint a, a more fluid picture then, doesn't it? This is happening all across this country, happening all uh, everywhere. And to so many of us, I don't know how this can continue to escape uh, the detection and or the um, inter, inter, intervening of our government. I mean, they, they can't continue to not be there. Um, I hope that that changes very soon. Yes, uh, so do I. And I will reach out to different and more people. Uh, we should definitely after your testimonial. Thank you. Thank you very much, Faye. Thanks. Thank you, Faye. Uh, I want to reiterate that when this comes, um, what can I say in my culture? By my being African American, Lillian's the baby. Everyone loves baby. They separated us for this procedure for a catheter and her groin for access for dialysis. Lillian was held down by three medical professionals, and this tubing catheter was just shoved right there. They did this procedure as if we were soldiers, something like out of mash on a war zone, and we needed immediate medical, you guys. No um, fluids. A couple of the procedures, she wasn't asked to wear a gown, literally pulled down her pants. So they can shove this third world. This is what our country has up in it. All right, California, let's go ahead. Go ahead, California. The the um, ones that held you down, um, what was their ethnicity? What was their ethnicity? What was the color? What were they? Uh, they were either Anglo-American or Mexican. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and Anglo-American or, or I'm going to say Mexican descent, I believe. But in Portage County, wasn't that guy uh, Islam? Yes, some of them are middle, uh, middle, is it Mid-Eastern? Mid-Eastern, whatever you want to be. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be involved okay, in this. Not the people that have attacked me claim that they are, um, they, that they are a shoulder pad to, to ISIS. And that's what I can't understand either. If you guys are connected with ISIS, why on earth haven't they come to investigate you? I've asked them that. That doesn't seem right. You're funding them. You're giving them money. You're giving money to ISIS, enemies of the world right now. They're enemies of every country. They haven't mm-hmm. come to check you out to find out who's giving ISIS money. So I find that odd, too. 
Yeah, it's all a lie and a cover-up. And the other thing I found out about the excrement that you, you talked about, um, when I looked into how the Army is trained in the West Point um, that uh, back in the 70s, uh, or actually the 60s, when they uh, brought Antoine LaVey and Michael Aquino, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, who was NSA also, um, he started the Temple of Set, uh, or Satan, um, also yeah. called, um, that it talks about in Satanism that the the way to most uh, have adoration for Satan, the most uh, biggest thing that you could do is to defecate on yourself. That is uh-huh. supposed to be the end all, uh, you know, passing grade, so to speak, um, of mm. of that. So it all makes sense what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. You know something, you guys. This is this is what's really rocking and rolling. Okay, this is what we're really dealing with, Amy. These people, um, don't kid you not. They 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 belong to a religion too, if you know what I mean. They're yeah, legion. They protect each other. That's right. And then Dr. Okay. Martinez, she probably knows about that too, right? Uh, she Martinez. does absolutely. She when she gets back, Professor Martinez is going to be on our next show. She's She's breaking it down. In fact, uh, Amy, some of the other community are just finally getting on board of the illegal alien mafia. Do you know I got some kind of emails and stuff? Why would you call? Because that's what they are, and they also roll with congressmen, assemblymen, doctors, lawyers. It's a labyrinth. That means it's a huge mafia, organized crime, you guys. It's huge. And it's really in your big major cities. And what do they usually, what have they been arguing about? That that federal funding, sanctuary city? That's already, that's a pipeline, too, of rip off the taxpayers. Come on now. All roads lead to what? Money. I know they want to have us all mind control, giving, you know, thinking boo-boo is everything. Uh-uh, no, 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 no. It's about money. And Professor Martinez is very aware of that. A lot of them have their spiritual beliefs in Santa Teria and various forms of dark occult. Uh, When I will talk about the end times, I believe that king of the East, and they had came out for three abominations like frogs from the mouth. That is the occult people. Haven't you noticed it's almost like a renaissance birthing the occult into our society? It's in our arts. It's in our music. We do the, you know, do the horns, and people think that means rock on. No, that's yeah. the Baphomet, right? This this freakish, ugly thing with the head of a of a goat, and it has boobs bigger than mine. Okay, <laughs> and down by its crotch, it's got the design of the Hippocratic Oath for medical. Come on now, wow. in all face. Okay. And okay, and the next thing, if you can find a ham and cheese sandwich, they're making it, making you out a criminal if you want to ask for that. You know what I mean? Come on. Wait a minute. If we're not America, what are we then? If we're we can't corporation, the corporation, it's the United okay. States Corporation of America. We are not, we are owned by other countries, literally. We are. Oh, my God. When did what? Why did the Asians need to borrow so much money? That just blows my mind. Why are we, we borrowing so much the, money all the time? Yeah, the Asians and the Arabians and and all the Rockefellers and Bilderberg, all the other families that, you know, still have roots. 
uh, that's about what is going on, Amy. And then don't be surprised, women. They want to all of a sudden cover us in that head turban and stuff. And then when the new fashion is going to be a burqa and stuff because, you know, we're owned. They part yeah. Mm-hmm. And that means we have to incorporate their doctrine. Oh, you know, I'm telling you. Are, and then we ask questions. Are, are we in the end days? Oh, I think we are. I think certainly yeah. we are. You we know, are. I'm I'm praying for miracles that God starts to um, annihilate the enemy, and and oh, yeah. um, and I I pray that the enemy wakes up before it's too late and decides to leave the the dark side. Um, that may not happen, but miracles, anything's possible with God. So that's my prayer, and that um, He come down and you know, like lightning and thunder, and He really bring it and show His glory. Amen to that. Amen. We can't pray enough, Amy. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next uh, on the list we have Rhode Island. We're going to open this up real quick to Rhode Island. Go ahead, Rhode Island. Hi, Lauren. It's Angel. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you, Angel? I'm doing better than I should be. Um, I have a, a question uh, for your sister. Um, in in terms of the uh, V2K that you've experienced, um you said something um, in regards to there were moments where they kind of made you say something, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't you when they mimicked your voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that happens to me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, um, and they tell me that it's like, you know, my one of them inside me, you know, um, that basically shares my true feelings with them, which to me is, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't buy into it, but it kind of attracts me to talk and, Mm -hmm. and leads me into the conversation. Um, Did they give that, you know, when, when that happened to you um, and I, and I've been going through V2K for a long time, so I don't know if they did it to you as, as much that same instance, you know, um, but you know, did did they allude to anything like that? Um, what I get out of it is that at some point they've gotten access to the the sensing part of the brain, and by mm-hmm. doing so, they can get into it, they can get ahead of your communication, ahead of what you hear, ahead of what you know, what you feel, what you think. They can they can supersede all of that. So that's all I know is that somebody has gotten in there and, and put something there that can allow them to make you stop thinking. You, they can make you oh, think yeah. you're two years old. Uh, they mm-hmm. can make you stutter. Um, you can lose your thought like nothing, just boom. I don't even know what I was saying. And you really don't know what you were saying. Um, they mm-hmm. can do all this by way of technology. But understand this. Their technology is such that it has to make sense. If they are calling, something has to be answering that's already inside of our bodies. They've made access to our bodies. If someone's doing this to you, they've made access to you. They've had time over you when you did not know it, most likely when you were sleeping in your own home. They've gained entry and they've drilled in your head and did this to your sensing panel. This is most likely what they've done. And a lot of us don't Mm -hmm. want to accept that, but people are coming in and out of our houses all the time. The cult that has done this to me, this is what they're all about, is coming Mm -hmm. into your houses and making use of everything that is yours or ruining it for you, one of the two. 
Okay. So, yes, they Thanks. can do that. They can take over your thoughts, your uh, make you talk, make you say something else. Uh, you'll say something and go, that wasn't oh, yeah. me. Wait, what was that? You know, you, so, yeah, all kinds of things like that. Oh, yeah. They they even uh, kind of say things in, in my own voice, in my head, to direct my thoughts. They can you know, do that. And I, know, and I notice a lot of that happening sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm not afraid of them, so I just use it against them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which is kind of my current approach because I really, at times, I just can't ignore it. So I kind of, you know, make them feel like what they are, you know. Yeah. Um, and 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 this kind of brings me to a comment that I wanted to make. So, I mean, you know, um, a, a lot of the perpetrators are 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 mind controlled. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not saying that so anybody should feel bad for any of them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I say it in terms of they are getting fooled. Yeah, they say it's the NWO because, you know, that's probably what's, you know, what it, what's, what's, uh, what's behind it in terms of the, the group, what they might want to call themselves. I do hear the ISIS stuff, too, um, through V2K and look, I'm on the other side of the country, you know. Um, mm-hmm. To me, I don't think they're connected at all. You know, just the people at the top are, but at the street level, I don't, they're not, you know, um, and, um, you know, and, you know, so, so, uh, I just, I just know, you know, from Satanism or Luciferianism, you know, through Aquino, since you guys, uh, brought up his name and, and, and creating all these heavy, deep cults in terms of um, people-wise, you know, uh, it's it's just being used to control people, you know, mm-hmm. and they're getting fooled, um, and, and, and I know that they're in more fear even though they don't show it than we are because we say no and they can't, you know, uh, and they got used to it and addicted to it. Um, but, I mean, I mean... I, I, I know there's many people, you know, and it's not just the eyes that are waiting, you know, for a chance to turn against this, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and that's and that's what I hope for, that, you know, it comes sooner than, the, you know, the end day, per se. Absolutely. So, yeah, I've, I've been saying that all the time. They say that I'm on some show and people are hearing me. I want it to become cool to turn against this cult. It needs to become very, very cool to put down this cult. So I hope that that's what oh, happens yeah. in my case, which I think is going to affect a lot more people than I even know. It's going to help a lot of people if they were to get us out of this. It's going to help a lot more people than we even know. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, it's real easy to create hate and make one group hate another group and another group hate another group, you know, uh, and, and, and that's what I see happening. You know, um, um, yeah, they might seem like they're they're all part of at least where I am. You know, all part of the same organization or whatever they call themselves. And I tell them it's a false flag because I, I it's technology driven and it's too expensive to not be have government involvement all the time. You know, but not everyone in the government knows just a select few who are sicker than they are because they're playing games with people's lives. I believe they're treasonous, too. And, and, yeah. I think they're treasonous. Yeah, and they're the traitors. 
So mm-hmm. I even get called a perpetrator by them, <laughs> you know, uh, the, from the first moment I, I, I read the word and, and applied it to, to who they are. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they try to stay ahead of the game for, of, of me in terms of basically spreading the word of what they think I'm going to call them or their leader per se, you know, Um, because my target's a little differently. It's not from a basic uh, family, you can say, or um, like like a, a, a local gang per se. Um, it's something that I know has been around this, my state for a long time, you know, um, and they, they try to make it seem like it's a gang. They piggyback on anything they can. Um, so, um, but they're still, they're still scared <laughs> in, in some way. Cause, cause they're afraid to get snitched on and their excuse for everything is we're not, we don't want to, we, we don't want anybody to snitch on us, but then they say no one messes with us. So, um, it, it, it's clear to me that there's a, a bigger power controlling them and they're not aware of it. Um, but you know, I don't feel bad for them and the day's going to come and I, and I know it, I just hope it's, it, 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 it it's before, you know, they basically crack down and say, you know, turn it into, you know, uh, a Stasi-like state, you know, mm-hmm. where, where, you know, it's all where there's a king, pretty much, you know. Well, um, seeing is believing, and they say we have to say something to make it happen. Uh, in my faith, God said, let there be light, and there was light. We have to proclaim these things. We have to proclaim that the day is coming. These people are going to have to meet with the law. They're going to have to give justification for their actions. They're going to have to pay mm-hmm. for the things that they have done and how many Americans and others that they have harmed. So that day is coming. Mm-hmm. We must always have faith in that. Keep each other encouraged mm-hmm. and keep saying, I know your time is coming. Because by saying it, that's halfway making it real. Thank All you right. so much. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thank you, Angel. Appreciate oh, you're it. Welcome. Um, next, we're going to go ahead. Uh, next call here is uh, uh, Florida, South Florida. Welcome, Florida. Hello? Hello. Yes, uh, I think uh, I think also what's very important is that the uh, scientific community has to know what's going on. I don't think they're aware of what's going on. Um, I think if they were aware, that they would be on our side because uh, 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 V2K is uh, is uh, pretty much uh, 1930s, 1940s. It's been around, but uh, mm-hmm. I think the uh, new the new technology, nanotech, is what is what's is what enhanced V2K because uh, before they couldn't hear what you were thinking, but now they can, and they could uh, they could plot against you by doing that because they know what you're going to do since they can virtually read your mind and hear what you're what you're thinking about doing next. And uh, I really do think that uh, the uh, nanotech scientists they are aware of what nano nanotechnology can do but they're not aware that it's being utilized against the public i think if they were aware of that that they they would uh respond or act faster than a government because the government you know they 
they are they're they're just uh, followers basically people in the government they're just followers and to go to the uh, top of the government with your argument that's going to be more difficult but if uh, scientists were to uh, bring it up and uh, well if scientists if the scientific community were to bring it up I think there would be much uh, it'd be a, a much harder impact and I think it would uh, it would it would have more of an effect because uh, the government has to listen to the scientific community and the scientific community gets more respect, I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think they really should know what's going on. And I think, uh, I mean, I, I do I, I do feel that you should, we should also, we should, we should also uh, try to, uh, uh, try to expose that there's people in the government that's doing this or a part of it, but the, but the fact is is that uh, it came from corporations. Um, at least the nanotech came from corporations, and uh, I think uh, I think that that sh- that proves that it's not just the government that can be behind this. It could be anybody that uh, has the the money to uh, to develop it, and I think. Uh, there's there's some rogue corporations out there because uh, not all corporations follow the law, and uh, if, and if there's people out there with the money that can develop the type of tech technolo- tech, I'm sorry technological weapons that they have, uh, such as uh, enhanced V2K, um, I think that, that that would prove that uh, that it it really is. A sort of Masonic attack on the public using the uh, the techn- technolo- technological weapons. Um, I think we sh- we shouldn't we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't uh, we should not omit that there's other people out there that can do it besides the government. Um, but there's no telling if the government's working with them. I'm sure they are, or or people in the government is working with them. But uh, I think we should leave no stone unturned in all this. Um, and I think that uh, I, I think we I think we should uh, well leaving no stone unturned. I think would 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 be more progressive because uh, you know if if you're going to expose it, then you have to you know bring everybody into it, get everybody involved. And you know, science would be a big part of it since it is all about science and technology. And you know, yeah. there are science. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, the nano, the nano scientific community know knows what 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 it can, what nanotech can do, and they know that this would be easy to be done with nanotech. So I think we should start there also. A good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. Thank, yeah. You. Thank you. Thank you. So much for your input. Okay, you're welcome. All right, very good uh, point, guys. The scientists uh, should be involved. Well, uh, Lillian, since I know that uh, your breathing's becoming a little uh, labored, it's time to go on that um, sleep machine soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to thank you so much, as my sister, as my friend, for talking about your 
24-hour torture and the trials and tribulations in which we have had to endure with this. Is there any last remarks you'd like to give at this time? Um, no, just what's been said um, again and again tonight. I hear it in all of you. Stay encouraged. Do the best you can. It may not be a bad idea to go to those who have actually manufactured these items to find out are they aware that's being used on people who are not held for any crime or not uh, are not uh, uh, deposed for any kind of uh, threat to law. These are regular, average, everyday citizens, and they're being used warfare. These things, the items they've invented, are being used as warfare against us. They should be interested in that. So I think that's a great point that's been made. My point is, is right now, um, something's come over me in the last few weeks. Just stay spiritual and, and, and stay guided. Um, and that means stay encouraged. Do what you can to keep others encouraged that the fight is going on. The fight is going to have to be strong, and it may last long, but we will be triumphant in it. Know that you will be triumphant, and you will be. It's almost half as much, half as much the pace as being there. Um, I thank you for allowing me to speak, Lauren, very much. Thank you. You're, you're welcome, sis. I'm really glad that you were able to join us tonight. And um, people, especially uh, those in the targeted community that I talk to, um, know the plight my sister and I have to go through. And they, they don't make it easy, guys. Um, with that, um, Delian has to go again. She's very tired. She can't do a show. But we're still going to continue. Let's go ahead and take a few minutes, and then I'll open it up for uh, more of a general call tonight because, um, again, she's tired. Let's go on with my little field here. And so we'll open up the call. Sex trafficking. We're almost in the fall. A young woman from one of our large metropolitan cities from a very guarded, hidden culture. Our sister from the East, Asia, I welcome you as she shares her story on this trafficking. Oh, this is going to be absolutely beautiful. Getting the truth, always join my show. Keeping it real, keeping it honest. Thank you. Okay, everyone, we're going to go ahead and open up the call to a general call. Everyone now at this point has been unmuted. Uh, the questioning at this time, we're going to go ahead, um, open calls. If any of you have any questions or comments or concerns, uh, like I said before, I'm going to always keep very stable as much as I can, Saturday evenings, 8 p.m., and that will be a speaker for various uh the weaponry, trafficking. Uh, I do enjoy our Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the end times, and how things that were prophesied thousands of years ago, we see them playing out in our stage, as well as, uh, if I have the time, I'd like to open something on Wednesday as well. Uh, what I feel the need that we need to share is uh, those of us in larger metropolitan cities, we're targeted different. We are. Uh, it's more violence. It's more trafficking. It's more in your face. It, it's, 
it's not some, you know, experimentation or, you know, or about boo-boo. They may trail you, groups will follow you, but it's, no, 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 it's not, it's not boo-boo, no. We handle a little bit more differently, which means we're going to, um, we get it clearer that the name of the game is money. Uh, some issues were brought to my attention that I can assure you. Number one, anyone calling my call to speak of God, Jesus, Yeshua, you will never be shushed from my call. I will never yell at you and tell you that's not the type of call we're having. It's beyond I am a Christian. I seek God's faith. I am his faithful servant. Number two, I don't edit my call. For, I want to keep authenticity. If I mumble or say it wrong, I'll be going right on with the program. It is what it is. You can always download the tapes on TalkShoe. My call now is 144-771. So I've got a great series of my prior call list that I'm still working that out. Of one, Okay, 142-124. Okay, and more importantly, what I'm always, if the night of the day in any conference call that you're not learning something, I'm dropping the call. Uh, I encourage, I nudge, I push for everyone to grow and learn. We've got a problem if you're not thinking. In fact, I encourage it. I can't. I can't really say the D word for demand, but it's pretty much in that area. I think because that's something that they don't really want us to do. More than this program, I wonder if as a nation, too dumbed down. And that's not, you know, uh, uh-uh, that's not happening. Encourage thinking, new ideas. If you feel you have been a victim of the illegal alien mafia, President Trump has a great agency voice. And their phone number, Monday through Friday, they're open 9 to 5 in Washington, D.C., is 855-48-VOICE. Again, that's 855-48-VOICE. We've got a few weeks. The kids will be back in school, slowing down with fall. I've got, as soon as they firm and commit, I've got some dynamite speakers coming on my show. Okay? We're going to talk about it all. The satanic ritual abuse that they do on our American Indian reservations. Oh, we're going to find out what's going on on those reservations. Several young women from various cultures and diversities are going to share their experience of sex trafficking. When I say it's racialized, it's racialized. Uh, We're also going to talk about crimes committed against Christians, religious, Orthodox. There's a lot of hate in this world, but there's a lot of hate that's coming against targeted individuals. We're also going to tell someone that's been able to find the money scope. Bob Rico violations. I told you all roads lead to money, the root of all evil. As soon as Professor Martinez uh, confirms with me, we're going to continue the illegal alien mafia. We're already on part 21. You can get the bulk of those calls, again, on my prior talk shoe, 142-124, 142-124, as well as the last four or five episodes she picks up on this call. Okay, so I, keeping it new, keeping it fresh, up, keeping it progressive, okay? 
Okay, keeping it very, very, very progressive. Does anyone have any questions or comments they'd like to bring up at this time? Uh, this is me. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Uh, I just want to reiterate your point. Um, this definitely is America. I still believe in America and and and, and what it was founded. Uh, this is trying to take away the flavors of America and, and the flavors that each of us have inside us. You know, hence why they want us to stop thinking and submit and and give in to this. I guess new way of life that they try to present us um, or, or, or torture us into believing we need to accept. Um, so, so I mean, yeah, just that, that's my only comment uh, for now. Thanks. Thank you. I think that's, a, you know what I mean? I think that's a right on comment, you guys. I'm telling you. And again, by a lot of us targeted individuals, again, living, operated for some reason in larger metropolitan. How else can I put it? You guys get it. You're going to get it faster. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. They're trying to take away from the American dream, the original flavor, where, you know what I mean, wonderful salad bowl, various cultures and diversity, getting along beautiful, all trying to make mm-hmm. a peaceful life and existence. Because right. they want to destroy. This whole agenda is about hate and discourse. And you can mm-hmm. see it cropping up daily. Does anyone even uh, wish you a good day or smile? Everyone is really, really mean. Mm-hmm. You know, it's becoming very, very cold. Okay. No one's really happy. No one's really prospering. And I'm so I worried. Think I think oh, that's, because that that's because there's been so many attacks on the church where the church was our sanctuary and there's just been so much attacks um, on the sanctity of um, you know simple things like marriage uh, friendship um, the golden rule you know treat others how you'd like to be treated um, that has been obviously their their plan all along and little by little, they start doing that, um, making it unlawful in school for the kids to be able to uh, even talk about God. I heard something the other day where um, one person uh, in school was asking another about Satan and Christ and God, and um, they were punished. They were taken out of of I think they were even expelled. And these were first graders. First graders. Horrible. Listen at that. It's horrible. Um, it's horrible. But I want to say something encouraging. Um, I'm just looking through my women's Bible study, and it's not just for women, but um, I want to just say this to give encouragement because I don't want it to be all about, you know, um, we can say... 10 times till Sunday, all these awful things that are happening. But to lift each other up, we have to stay above the fight, above the water, and not let ourselves drown and not let ourselves um, get discouraged and stay there. I mean, yeah, we're disappointed. And that's what this one chapter is about, disappointment and broken heart. Um, One of it says, um, do not let Satan use disappointment to defeat you. 
in Peter 5, 7 through 9, casting out all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. But be sober of spirit and be on alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour, but resist him. Uh, Be firm in your faith. Know that the same experience of suffering being accomplished by your brethren um, who are in the world. Um, God will provide relief from disappointment. He's the only one who can truly meet our needs. In Psalms 34:18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Um, he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up their wounds. And then uh, as far as forgiveness, that's something I've been working on. Um, and the forgiveness, remember everybody, the forgiveness is not for the other person or parties or entities, but it's for us so that when we cleanse ourselves of unforgiveness, then, you know, he can take us up when he comes back so that we can be cleansed of our our spirits, our unrighteousness. So it says in Psalms uh, 133 through 4, God's forgiveness is is available for any sin. that doesn't mean it's okay for others to sin against us and come against us and do what they do. Because the thing I thought about when Lily was talking about these people, what they were doing to her, and I know because I've, I've sensed that the whole medical profession is getting crushed, as we saw with that nurse in Oklahoma when she was trying to take a, a blood sample and the police were arresting her for that. Um and, and there was a child that was involved uh, getting the blood. Um, anyway, um, Psalms, if you, Lord, keep a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But uh, with you, there is forgiveness We so that we can, with reverence, serve you. Uh, Laminations, the Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for his compassion never fails. Um, so, even when they were beating him and crucifying him and whipping him, um, he forgave them. Um, he asked for mercy on their souls because if he didn't do that, um, his father could not give him true favor. And we have favor. We are born with favor, all of us, every single person, living being. And I do believe a lot of those people in the medical industry, scientists, they, I believe most of them do know um, and are involved in a lot of this stuff, but they're so probably didn't go in knowing that, um, but they feel trapped probably because they thought they were doing something good and it turned out that it was being weaponized. Um, And then they were in so deep, um, they knew that they couldn't get out of it because their everything was tied to it, their job, their family, their livelihood, their grants, um, on and on and on. That that's just my two cents. But we're overcomers and we just have to remember that we hold the power because he gives us that power to use mind over matter 
and overcome all this evilness by by prayer because by prayer and supplication um you know individually and as a group um uh, I see miracles happen when you pray for others more than you pray for yourself and they are happening it's just we have to look a little harder and we just have to keep knowing that he is going to take his justice on those who've done and are doing what they're doing and maybe they are hybrids maybe they are hybrids because if they have no emotion what are they you know what I mean? you know i've heard that scope too and uh guys um you know i don't know enough about it but you know sometimes or artificial intelligence they could be because they're already making them people are actually marrying them they're making them in china and these people are marrying them their own robot i mean You can look it up. It's crazy. There was a woman in France that did it. There was a guy in China that did it. And now there's a whole thing on on the news today about a guy from China who gave all these intel secrets. He sold about all of our weapon systems to other countries, Uganda, uh, Saudi Arabia, Syria, Dubai. Um, So everything's for sale right now because... This even human is, beings, even even human beings, human life, you guys. Yeah, even, human life. The bounty on our heads yeah. and the trafficking too. It's just that um, we're being used in a different way, but we are being trafficked too. Oh yes, definitely. definitely. All okay. walks of life. I, I think a little bit more than the um, you know the spill of human experimentation. Actually, I think it's trapped that the world come into money so much. Yeah. But I'm not going to be divided because I have friends of every ethnicity and that, to me, um, God created that. So to me, uh, I'm still going to have that love for the person um, and all the cultures. Um, It's just that, you know, certain people who choose to do what they do... um, and and I know we're in a culture that everybody's getting uh, not getting into the country, getting kicked out of the country. If they were born here or born elsewhere, they're military, they're getting sent back to their country. Um, and that's not right. But what are you gonna do? Um, you know, this is part of the world order. We are seeing it happen. Um, it should be already happening. Wisconsin. Um, I looked up and I saw something about Wyoming that was mandatory, Philippines mandatory. Um, and like she said, you know, probably we already have one and don't even know it because it's the size of, you know, greener rice. Um, and they are um, up to, um, they are all false flags. And they're yep. utilizing a lot of people with the divide and conquer, and we have to um, look at this more um, strategically, like a chessboard, not checkers. Exactly. You know what I mean? You know, exactly. Because remember, we're all pawns in this game to them. You know that, what I'm saying? That's funny you mentioned that because I saw a thing, and this was encouraging because, you know, I wanted to work on the Innocence Project and, you know, help people, especially those um my minorities or you know color um, that are put in there, and now they've instituted mental health uh, centers, and a lot of the 
prison staff don't like the mental health doctors coming in and saying, you know, they they keep um, being being thrown back in there in the jail when they should not be. They should be getting mental health counseling because they have mental health issues and that should be dealt with. And um, they showed them, you know, instituting good positive things like chess. You know, they're playing chess and they're finding useful work that, you know, they didn't get the training, they didn't get to finish school because, you know, they had to provide or whatever. Um, And so just the game of chess, it shows that it doesn't just show them moving one step, but it shows them as a big picture to look five steps ahead. So I'm, I'm seeing some positive things happen in the prison system and in, in society. I'm seeing some, something is going right in some places. In fact, Cook County in Chicago, that's where they instituted it, um, which I have family, I have relatives back there too. Um, so I, I know that God is is an awesome God, and He um, is the God of miracles. And I've been praying for this that um, the unjust um, and the you know DNA evidence that would come out 20 years that they wanted to just shut down a case and just you know put a name to it. They didn't care if they're guilty or not, and just throw them in the slammer, throw away the key. Um, you know that's being done all over the place and. That's changing because now they're shutting down, um, you know, the money that they put into psych wards in Cook County. Um, And instead, inside the jail itself, they have a whole mental health ward. And the doctor is very matter of fact, and and the guards are like, well, we're being treated like we're the criminals, you know, when, you know, it doesn't show them um, beating up us. um, And this, you know, doctor, psychologist, whatever he is, um, he's, they're accusing him of, um, you know, being too soft on these prisoners. And, you know, to me, I was just thinking about this over and over in my head. You know, what if, like my, my dog, I mean, I can't sleep without music. I have to have, I always have a Christian music station on. And she's the same way. She'll sleep right next to my radio. And when she hears my radio, and she feels like when I'm not calm. Um, and so she falls asleep next to the radio too. If they instituted that into the hospitals, into the prisons, um, and other facilities, some music that's very calming and soothing, um, I think it would be inspirational for one and to keep their mind on something, on something positive you know, while they're waiting for their trial date or or conviction date or whatever it is. Um, And I'm not saying it, you know, to just make them passive, but because there's so much chaos and noise going on there, because people have nothing but time and nothing to do, locked up like they're a bunch of lab rats and animals and being treated that way, and it's not right. So uh, just a few things tweaked um, could change everything. And then when it changes their behavior, they're able to get out early, you know. That's um, that is true. Um, well, Amy, I want to thank you so much for um, all these are good key points, you guys, because um, like I said before, they are really uh, 
this is about, I feel the bulk of it is about uh, human trafficking, and we had a good uh, speaker last week, Marnie McCaffin, really broke down social engineering to us. It's like a farm, a farm animal, and learned yeah. behavior. I I yeah, I wish you had found that. She was actually a couple hours with us, and she broke it down into the simplest form to understand that, again, those are one of those terms, you know, that we think it's a, a coin term, but again, if you just uh, go ahead and peel the you know, come a curtain back, it's nothing but, you know, a Lucifer, okay? Yeah. Um, they make exactly. bad things to dress them up to sound good. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. is just like uh, Angel specified uh, that the dumbing down of, of America. Yeah, Americans, exactly. it's really America. Shall I say Americans? Actually, people dumbing down of us is is just horrible. We don't. It, we're not living in the days of you know, like Charlie Brown. That was quite an intelligent second grader. You know, you know, yeah. we don't have our kids. You know, our kids aren't bright like that anymore to really mm-hmm. ask questions. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. again, if we're not learning and and doing from these calls, <clears throat> I'll uh, I'll drop it like it's hot because. Um, yeah. <clears throat> We uh, there's some good activism going on. Uh, Professor Martinez will join us. Those of you have been victimized by this said mafia, and that means if you're um, you're not getting governmental benefits that you're entitled. If you make ten, twelve thousand a year, that's poverty level. You're eligible for a lot of govern. I mean, a lot of government benefits. If they're stalling you with Social Security, disability, workers' compensation, these are all governmental because they're being sold illegally. Your identity has been sold. Um, Check your credit. Identity theft is also a hot topic. Again, um, I'm not discounting what people say about, you know, human experimentation or whatever, but guys, they, they got some serious RICO violations swirling around us. You know what I mean? For me to only think it's experimentation. That's what I'm saying. I say, no, no, why all the graft? Okay. Why all the corruption? They're, you know, they're making us the patsies of that. And definitely trafficking is at a high level. But uh, thank you again, Anna. You mean, does anyone have any other questions or comments? Because, um, a reminder, we're going to um, be on uh, for um, the end time tomorrow, 7 p.m. All right, cool. All right. Uh, and I will work on I'll be on... there. You'll be there. Hey. I invited Tim, too, and I reached out to Connie and, let's see, Frank. Um, so those are the only ones I know off the top of my head. You know, we really are living in those times. Those that, uh, How yeah. about this? shock a lot of you there's been uh there's starting to be a revival in the word in the yeah word. thank you and we need to remember discernment discernment yes. discernment discernment we have it we're all built in with it we have to learn how to tap into it because it's going to come like a line in the in the night and yes, we have to be able to decipher what god gave us the skills yeah. to discern Yes, it is. What time is that going to be tomorrow, you said? Um, That will be tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, That's uh, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. If you are in Pacific Standard Time, it's 7 o'clock in the evening uh, Eastern Standard Time. And it's right here on TalkShoe. Uh, it's a one four four seven seven one, and uh, those that you that live in um, 
well, that was that's seven o'clock. That would be six o'clock. Those of you that live Central Standard Time, six o'clock in the evening as well. Mm-hmm. You are, are you so just, well. Um, go over scripture for that, or is it going to be more intuitive? I actually do quote the scriptures, and they are based uh, on my interpretation of the scriptures. Okay. So my version of a, my version of a sermon. Yeah. My version. Right. You know, so I um, do. I feel that the end times we're living in does it. So many of you say, "Oh, that's a, that's a church thing or God thing." Oh no, it isn't. It's a political thing. It's a human thing. Human, shall I say, the human condition. We live in modern times, but our human condition is just as low and trusting and gullible and greedy and slothful as even in ancient times. What has come against us with gang stalking has actually uh, taken place in ancient times as well. This is nothing new, you know. Our enemy against us, those that proudly uh, do the signs for the Baphomet and the goat that you see in the music industry or film, those are ancient cultures to believe in, the Mm -hmm. satanic ritual beliefs, ancient times. Women taken captive as sex slaves, ancient times, when corruption is at the highest, lawlessness follows, human trafficking is high, and they have peaked in those areas. I was thinking here, probably Jesus was gang stalked, you know? I think um, uh, there's some quote in the Bible that he actually was. Uh, he got off of a boat at some area and got right back on. That sounds like gang stalking to uh, me. I was like, yeah, this bad energy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like gang stalking to me, guys. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you now. They don't want us to know that, but you know that that saying ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new under the sun. There really isn't. Thank you. Just dressed up in different clothes. That's all. That's right. Exactly. Forget all the fancy words. I'm telling you, it's like it's like the Wizard of Oz. Just going to pull that curtain back. Ain't nothing but Satan. <laughs> nothing but Satan. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> nothing but Satan. Right. Okay. That's that's all. They just trying to do that, and they they think that a lot of us are not thinking. We are thinking. That's really the main purpose of my call. I don't want to do it if nobody's getting nothing out of it. Okay? No. No, no, no. Hey, hey, Lauren. Um, It definitely does appear to me that they are trying to remove God out of the equation oh, and yeah. replace it with, mm-hmm. you know, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they want to replace it with, I call it probably an electronic god, if you know. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, just um, just yes. I <laughs> I I, I kind of came up with something that I always remember. Let's take a pause with that. Everybody, everybody, pick up what Angel just put down and uh, let's say it again, Angel. Say it again, please. And uh, what was that? What, say that and, part again. They want us to pick up a, an electronic guard. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, look how that sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of um, how I picture it. Um, but, you know, I always remember something. Um, I don't know if I heard it before, and I just remembered. I like to think that I made it up. But, you know, I, every time I think of think of it, I'll, I'll remember it and repeat it. And I always say, you know, if it's against nature, it's against you, so don't call it God. 
That's true. That is very true. That is what they want us to pick up. That's about what they want. You know, you know all these mega churches. You guys listen to. I mean, you listen. What are they really saying? We're all on different roads, but we're all headed for hell. Now you know, you know, there's an instruction to get to heaven, and ain't different roads. Come on now. Well, what I say is, what I say is that you know they might have technology, but I got radar for the truth. Yeah, they do. They, you know, um, the technology, but that's going to. They think it's going to give so much power that um, people are just going to um, give give up their rights and, and freedom, free will. Easily, you know what I mean? And I, I hope and pray we're not at that level. I really do. Well, if they don't have the the knowledge, like what we have, um, you know, of the biblical type, um, then it's it's almost impossible for them to break us. I mean, they can break our body and, and whatever else, uh, torture, whatever else. Um, but they can't break our spirit, and we know um, where we go to eternity as long as we cling to that because they want us to be fearful because if they can break our will, if they can break our spirit and make us fear and think that we have to do whatever, be submissive, do whatever it is that you know we're being forced to do because we won't get food unless we take this chip, we won't you know, get money unless we do this, uh, take this mark. Um, And if we know we are going to suffer for not doing those things, but we know that our suffering will be short and rapture is coming, then we're okay. Just like ripping off a Band-Aid, you know. We just know that you got to rip it off really quick. The pain is going to be short, but... um, your um, healing um, forever will be up there in heaven. Oh my God, that's that's just. Um, I think that I'm so worried. Not uh, you know what I mean for the mass, which would impact us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but remember um, the furnace with. Uh, Meshach, Abednego, and uh, I can't remember the third one, uh, when they were told that they were going to burn and God went in there, they didn't burn. Under normal circumstances, they would have, right? I don't think I've watched. I don't remember that, actually. In in the Bible, Mm -hmm. when they were thrown into the fire, into the furnace, they didn't burn. Oh, the the believers of the the Nebuchadnezzar was the ruling, right? Okay. Well, they're you know that is true. The faith, okay. And remember, they were only of three of uh, by the way of multitudes that feared. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Only three didn't. Yeah. So there may not be a lot of us in the end that last. Um, but our job is to try to, to put that faith on others, to pray over them that God uh, gives them the faith that they need and shows them 
the way that, you know, when we can't and they don't fully believe us because they haven't had a supernatural experience or or whatever, um, that's where we have to pray even more so for our quote-unquote enemies that um, that they be touched before their last breath, um, that they turn away from their evil ways and know that there is another side that maybe they haven't been shown or they've never seen or they didn't believe because they were atheists and brought up that way or Satanists. Um, it made me feel like once I was in this program that I didn't know our I didn't know our world had so many Satanist followers. I never I never knew. I guess they stayed so hidden, you know. I think it really didn't start to the extent it it has until the internet came out because the www stands for six six six. I believe that the good and the bad came out of it, but I knew my discernment kept saying before it rolled out, more evil was going to come out of it than good. I didn't know the what or the why, but that's the easiest way for Satan to creep in, unknown, unseen. And I think that's why, you know, the millennials especially and Gen Xers, they got so lost in that and they made that their God because they weren't brought up the way most of us were brought up, that, you know, you had to go to church or that you had some 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 kind of biblical grounding, whatever spiritual grounding it was. And I feel that that's been lost because people's cell phones have become their God. Their computers have become their God. Their iPads have become their God. And all these other things. And then, you know, the bullying is so intense out there. So then these groups that feel disenfranchised, these, you know, they, they're they bullied. And then they bully others. And then they feel this immense power to be able to control the masses and get back at people as they were, whatever was done to them. So it has become a cult that I think has enveloped out of that. I think, I mean, when the Temple of Set was started, I think in the 60s, that's when it really started um, in in a way that we didn't know. Of course, it started way back in the Dark Ages during, you know, the very beginning of Genesis. But in in our time frame, um, in, our, in the 20, 20th, 21st century, I think that's when it really started was in the 60s when Vietnam and, you know, the drug um, environment was, you know, I wasn't of that age, but um, but I think when the Internet came in, that nailed the head on the coffin, so to speak, and I think it became something else. Oh, it's become something else, all right. It really has, you guys. Um it just and it's engulfed our society actually. They're almost becoming brazen in my opinion. The way it's very much in the um like I say media but really music industry, I think acting. Mhm. Oh, yeah. kind of going off. And Scientology, remember that came out in the nineties. Um, I remember that distinctly. And that 
in itself. Uh, Ron L. Hubbard claimed that he was Satan himself. And he actually was born in England and was actually friends with Hitler and knew other people that were Satanists in England. In England, in my you know experience when I was based over there, they don't believe in God. And that was another reason why they killed Princess Diana, um, you know, because she was Christian, for one, and the fact that they had to sacrifice someone. And she was chosen to be the sacrifice before she even married him. She was already hand-picked. So there's always sacrifices in the satanic religion. Um, you think she, you mean she was like purposely uh, set up to marry him? Uh, yeah, I believe that he. She was picked because first of all, she was a virgin. They had to pick a virgin, and what greater way, what greater sacrifice than to sacrifice a virgin? That is, you know, embedded in the satanic religion. What I've read and looked into. So, yeah, I believe that she was murdered for two reasons. For one, uh, she was a virgin and she was sacrificed. And for two, um, they didn't want, you know, her marrying someone of color, um, Dodi Fayed, who was Egyptian, um, even though they really did love each other. And there was a payoff. It was just recently on TV um, that the driver um, was paid off a huge sum of money that they found on him. And he met with someone. He was gone for hours. Um, when her and Dodi met um, at this hotel at the Ritz-Carlton, and he'd been gone for hours. They didn't know where he went. Well, it turns come to find out that he met with his informant. That, guess what, was... He was MI6. He was actually MI6, which works for the Queen. MI6 is their intel, the highest intel, even higher than our intel. Scotland Yard. Oh my God! It was it was planned that she was to be murdered. Horrible. That's horrible. Doesn't surprise me because you know the Queen and the monarchy. Uh, all the monarchies, um, they've had a satanic involvement going back centuries. You know, the the Romans, um, the, the Grecians, you know, many different empires, the Asian, um, the Ottoman Empire, the, you know, Russian Empire, we can go on and on and on. They all, all have been involved in this darkness. And that's how they profited. That's how they passed on from family to family the riches and the secrets, the secret society, the brotherhoods, uh, which the Marines are definitely part of the assassin group. And isn't it true you're not going to, uh, that's the hookup to, uh, to um, protect the wealth? They don't pretty much hire outsiders then? Exactly, exactly. They want to keep the bloodlines pure and, yeah, no uh, outside involvement. In fact, you know, way back in the 1800s, they, think about it, they married their cousins. 
they marry their cousins. Weren't they? Weren't their offspring retarded? Uh, I don't know, but I know <laughs> that they married their their relatives uh, to keep the monarchies going. Oh my God! And these traditions have just continued. Um, I don't know so much after the 1900s. Uh, I think that changed. But I think it just took a different shape. It was always um, it was always military married with wealthy families. I mean, I know because my ex <laughs> uh, wanted to join in on the party, and I said, "Go ahead, you know, you want to marry this debutante, you know, <laughs> you don't have to ask my permission." Uh, and these deputants are, you know, they're rich people in Dallas, uh, where he was. Um, and, yeah, they were a very wealthy family, owned a country club and all that. And I said, go for it. You know, I'm happily pursuing my career and doing really well at it. Bought my own house. You know, I don't need uh, anyone. I would like to have someone as my so-called, you know, life partner as a guy in my life um, to share things with um, but I want someone that you know doesn't mind me having a career and they all had issues with that they said they didn't but they did and it's like it's not that I have to be competitive and earn more money it's, that's, it's not about that but I think it made them feel that way that they were competing with with my career um, but I just didn't want to end up knowing what a broken family I came from. Uh, I just didn't want it to end up that way. I knew it could succeed because I succeeded in most of my relationships and, you know, me having my interests um, elsewhere. Um, you know, not being a housewife at home, that just wasn't for me. I saw the degradation with my mother and turning to the bottle and all that. I just didn't want that for me. Not to say that, you know, that didn't work for the people. If that's what they wanted to do, great. But I thought I could do both, have a family and work. Even if it meant me reducing to part-time, I was going to be okay with that. But I can't, I couldn't not do anything. I got depressed when I, you know, wasn't working when there was periods of time, you know, the high-tech and telecom world was coming crashing down and I was in the midst of all that. But I think we're headed for um, a new uh, a new era and I think it's up for us to push forward and want to create that um, you know, as we see it in other communities around the world, you know, that they have their own sense of right and wrong community and um, deciding, you know, who gets punished for what and what's just and what's not. Um, I think that's the way it's going to end up going out. And it's we decide or they decide for us. 
Well, thank you for your input, Amy. And uh, everyone, let's go ahead and mute out. Um, again, uh, I want to thank you all for joining my call tonight and hope that you will save the date and time tomorrow. We're going to be on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to discuss the end times and how it impacts our lives. And with that note, uh, I will leave you. As they would say, I'm dropping the mic. Enjoy the music. Have a wonderful and safe evening. And thank you again for coming to the call. Good night. Thank you.